0: This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Raffaele Di Furia. Hello there, and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? I am doing great, thank you for asking. And today we wanted to get into the topic of an expansion of the services being offered by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com and get into how you have been expanding your translation team. Uh, So, Marco, instead of my introducing this much more, I'll let you get into this and and talk about uh, what you've been doing behind the scenes to help uh, more and more individuals who are looking to get Italian citizenship.
1: Given the increasing uh, number of people requesting translations only, so uh, translations for their citizenship documents, we decided to have a dedicated team who assists people who only need translations. In other words, uh, of course, we assist people who have to go through the whole citizenship process. That's a specialty. We take care of the process from A to Z. But there are a number of people who have decided to go through the process on their own and basically find themselves in a situation where they only need uh, the translations of their documents. And my dedicated team now will help these people to translate uh, their documents.
0: It's wonderful that ICA has the ability to help people who are going through both. I mean, you've always been offering these anyway, but uh, that you've brought more people onto your team and helped uh, build that out a little bit more into its own specific uh, develop team, just just on its own, but uh, I guess, One of the most important questions would be, what are the translations that you are offering and how do they differ than maybe other translations that might be used um, by other people in other situations? And uh, what sets your team apart in the services that you offer?
1: So there are several types of translations that you might need when going through a citizenship process. And I think we have to differentiate between people going through a consulate, so applying for citizenship through a consulate versus people who want to uh, pursue citizenship through the courts in Italy or uh, people who want to file their application in an Italian uh, municipality. And of course, my team of translators is not only made of professional translators, but people who actually know the ins and out of the citizenship process. So not only they know how to translate documents, but also they know the process and they know um, not only how to translate documents, but also if the documents that are being presented are good enough for the process or if they're in the wrong format or maybe uh, they, if they notice discrepancies in the documents that would need to be amended uh, before these documents are used for the citizenship process. I'm thinking, for example, if uh, when my team notices that the name of the ancestor is inconsistent throughout the documents or maybe the dates are completely messed up on the documents so these documents need to be revised and amended before they can be translated and used for the citizenship process. But um, going back to your question, so people who apply for citizenship through a consulate, they will only need plain, regular, simple translations. So um, translations that can be done even um, through email. So we will be sent scanned copies of the documents. And we will provide translations to our clients via email because all they have to do is print the translations. And, and when they go to the consulate, their appointment, they will have to present their documents, the original documents and the translations that we uh, provided that that they can, again, just print out because the consulate will accept regular translations. However, there are some consulates that for some specific documents, they will require certified translations. Um, it happens, for example, um, that some, ca- some consulates require that the um, legal documents issued by a court, for example, a divorce decree, which is needed as part of the application process, uh, requires certified, a certified translation in other words if you are the applicant uh, for citizenship and you were married and divorced, so you need to provide the consulate with your divorce decree, and that's a legal document provided by the court, the consulate will not accept a simple, regular translation. They will want the translation to be certified, which means that my team will have to have the original document in hand. So that will will need to be mailed to us. And my team will have to Um, certify the translation and there are several ways of certifying the translation the most common is to swear before a public notary in the u.s that the translation is faithful and accurate and then the notary will certify the statement given by the translator. However, the notary stamp will have to be apostilled in order for the translation to be accepted. Now, there's a second way of getting the translation certified, which would be to certify them through an Italian court. And my team specifically tends to use the local court that we have in town, in the town where our Italian office is located. So instead of rendering your statement before a public notary, you give your statement as a translator to before the clerk of the court, which will certify that you have stated that the translation is faithful and accurate. So these are the two main ways of getting a translation uh, certified. There is a third one, which is less common and less popular, which would be uh, for a translator to uh, state that the translation is faithful and accurate before an Italian public notary. That, that tends to be a more expensive option because normally the, notary, the Italian notary fees are higher compared to uh, the American notary fees.
0: That's really interesting. And so, so far, you've mentioned about the the applying at the consulate. But what about if you are applying through uh, Italy directly? How would there be any differences there? Because you mentioned that you're able to handle these services through email. But what would be the extra steps necessary when going through Italy? Or are there any extra steps that would be necessary directly in Italy?
1: yes there are extra steps meaning that both when you're applying for citizenship through an italian municipality or uh, when you're pursuing citizenship through a 1948 case you would have to have your translations certified which means that we would have to obtain the original documents from the client and uh provide the clients with certified translations so the courts in Italy and the municipalities will only accept certified translations, which means that the client would either have to uh, get from us translation certified before uh, a US public notary or an Italian clerk of the court or an Italian public notary. There is another option, which is again less common, uh, which would be getting the translations certified by an Italian consulate. So in other words, when you're filing your application in court, in italy or you're filing your application through an italian municipality um, you do need to have certified translations which can also be obtained from an italian consulate in the u.s so the italian consulate also offers this specific service where they will certify the translations that you provide to them however this service is not rendered by all of the italian consulates in the u.s only certain consulates will do that because They're very busy with citizenship applications and because there are alternatives to this specific option, sometimes they will say, no, we cannot help you with certifying translations. Or when they can, it will be an extremely slow process because you would have to provide the consulate with the original documents and and the translations that that you want them to certify and they would have to send you back the translations and this whole process will take a very long time. So when you are... um, in need of certified translations, I think it's best to avoid the consulate route to get them.
0: And so far, we've talked a lot about the documents that have to be translated. But uh, in many cases, if not all, uh, the, the, the documents will require some sort of certification, whether it's an apostille or that it's a certified copy XYZ. How do those get handled? Are those translated as well? Do they have to be translated? What, what's the, the process like in that case?
1: When you're submitting documents to apply for citizenship to an Italian court, so if you have a 1948 case, uh, it's always advisable to also translate the apostille. You will have less problems. The same applies um, to the process at the Italian municipality. So if you're applying in court, or uh, through an Italian municipality, it's advisable to also have the apostilles translated, uh, because even if it's not well-defined in Italian law, whether the apostilles also need to be translated, it's highly advisable in order not to have problems with the clerk of the court or the clerk of the municipality um, to have the apostilles also translated into Italian.
0: Very interesting. And then also just to quickly cover as well, what are some of the documents that would have to be translated for the process of getting Italian citizenship?
1: So when you're applying through a consulate, there are some documents that do not have to be translated. And it's always best to check the guidelines Uh, on the website of the Italian consulate before you file your application. But generally, the naturalization records pertaining to your Italian ancestor or the documents that prove that your ancestor was never naturalized do not have to be translated. Also, several consulates, they do not require that the birth certificates and marriage records or death certificates for the individuals that are not in your Italian line are translated. So while they do require, of course, that every single birth certificate, marriage record and death certificate for the individuals in your Italian line is fully translated, some consulates allow for the birth and death certificates pertaining to the individuals that are not in the Italian line. So the people who are married to the individuals who are in the Italian line to not be translated. And furthermore, some consulates will even accept photocopies of these documents. So they will no longer require these documents to be a certified copy. So this is regarding somebody who wants to apply for citizenship by descent through a consulate. But if you're applying for citizenship by descent through an Italian municipality or via the court, so if you have a 1948 case, then all of the documents that you present to the municipality or to the court will have to be translated. So including the naturalization records, for example, of your ancestor who was born in Italy.
0: And just one other question also. Are there any other languages other than Italian that uh, they'll accept documents in? Or is Italian the only language that the Italian government will accept documents? in? I ask only because sometimes you'll find in some countries that some consulates might accept uh, documents in multiple languages or uh, from other countries, at least not Italian um, uh, 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 consulates. So is that an option there if you have another language other than uh, documents that are in English or how would that work?
1: So the rule is that every single document which is not in Italian will have to be translated with the exceptions of the documents that I mentioned a moment ago. Uh, So all the documents that are in English or other languages will have to be translated. um, So the consulate will accept only documents in Italian or documents that have been translated. Into italian from another language whether it's english or any other language if your documents were issued in other countries different from italy and the us like uh, uh, germany or france uh, we have some clients for example that um, had documents from uh, south america because the ancestor emigrated to argentina or brazil or even to france we have seen that a number of times so those documents will evidently need to be translated from um, Spanish or uh, Portuguese or French into Italian before uh, it's possible to use them for your application.
0: Well, Marco, thank you so much for getting into all of these topics and for shedding light on this new, uh, this new expansion of your services that you are offering to help people of Italian descent get Italian citizenship. So, of course, if anybody is needing help to get Italian citizenship or just uh, get the translations of their documents, how can they get in contact with you and your team?
1: People can contact us through our website ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com, or give us a call. Our number is on the website
0: well, absolutely fantastic. And of course, if you're interested in more information like this about getting Italian citizenship and making Italy your home from a legal perspective, be sure that you are subscribed to this YouTube channel as well as the audio-only podcast. But of course, if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, that means you're also automatically subscribed to another project that Marco and I collaborate on called the Italian Real Estate Podcast, where we get into some of the Practical aspects of purchasing a home in Italy, and uh, as well as rentals and different locations in Italy that both Marco and I might advise to people to look at. So, also if you're interested in more information about life abroad, living abroad, and living abroad as a dual citizen expat, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel, youtubecom Furia, where I talk about these topics as well as getting into some of the nitty-gritty details of day-to-day life. Or you can find on YouTube and the audio podcasting platforms if you search for not your average globetrotter. But of course, thank you, Mr. Marco permunian for making yourself available for this episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. And of course, I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe and healthy out there and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.